Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. And how you doing? Welcome to Thursday. Feeling significantly better today. Uh, great day to be alive. Uh, the sun is out. It is pickleball Thursday, so I'm all jacked up. Uh, Going to be uh, dominating on the pickleball courts. We actually restarted last week. I played really well last week, so uh, kind of like golf. Like when I when I play well, and then I get all jacked up, and I'm like, yeah, I've, I've turned the corner. I'll probably play horrible today, but uh, uh, just remind me to get them with CBD products. Uh, I was I took a CBD bath last night with the bath salts, and I probably should have done that two days ago. Uh, but uh, I'm rep, I'm I'm ready to go. So. Get, get your products. Go to 1360 KHNC. Hit the shopping cart button. As all of you know, uh, that also helps out uh, the radio station, 1360 KHNC. Uh, big shout-out to Ramon, our producer in Phoenix. Uh, we, we had a little uh, problem yesterday. And he, he, uh, he was on top of it, and he got us all squared away. So uh, we appreciate uh, KXXT as well. I'm joined like I am every Every day with my partner in crime, the man that runs the Colorado office, who I've given way too much credit to, because uh, he has great people. Where I mean, we got Brian and Jason. Uh, his mom's up there. Uh, now we've got uh, we've got D and oh boy, I Jason Christine. Who's, the, who's our Christina? Chris, Christina, Christina, our newest Bucky Dylan. And the rest of you, thank you guys for all that you do. And uh, I, I promise that uh, I, I will spread around the good cheers. Uh, but, wow, what a, what a difference a day makes. Gold and silver are absolutely flying. Uh, there was no reason for silver to fall yesterday. Really not a reason for it to go back up today. But uh, either way, uh, gold's up 30 plus, uh, 35, 36, 37 uh, right, right at seventeen sixty right now. Uh, silver uh, is up about sixty five cents right now. Uh, Twenty two dollars and fifteen cents. The Dow was down today, Jason. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that, and uh, you know, sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes it doesn't make sense. But uh, yeah, yes, I, I, you know, we did have jobless claims out every Thursday. Uh, this was a number. That was was getting better, and and rightfully so. Obviously, uh, during the COVID and the lockdowns, you know, I, I think at one point the high point was like a million uh, jobs lost. Uh, but but this number for the last month, a little higher week after week after week. Uh, today that continued, uh, three hundred and sixty-two thousand people uh, filing for unemployment claims for the very first time. Uh, this morning, not what they were expecting. Uh, we have Jay Powell and Janet yelling. They're testifying in front of Congress for the second day today. Apparently, their answers aren't nearly as good today as they were yesterday. But uh, nonetheless, Maxine Waters, Jason, it was her day today to uh, grill the Treasury Secretary and, and of course, the uh, Federal Reserve Chief. This is a woman, uh, all of you will remember good old Maxine. This is how ridiculous 
Congress really is, because she's on the banking committee. Uh, I don't know if any of you remember, it wasn't that long ago when she was test, you know, grilling. I think it was it was either Ben Bernanke or Janet Yellen. I can't remember which one when they were uh, head of the Fed, uh, thinking that our currency was backed by gold. <laughs> and yes, that. now she's like one of the most premier members. She knows she knows absolutely nothing about banking, but yet she's going to grill them all. So uh, ought to be kind of interesting. Yesterday, Elizabeth Warren called for Jay Powell to be replaced. Uh, remember, we, we, we his terms up in February. I will say this. We had two Fed governors, uh, Rosengren from Massachusetts, uh, who handles the you know all the East Coast that isn't New York, uh, and then uh, Kaplan, the Dallas Federal Reserve chief, being forced to resign for in, pretty much for insider trading, uh, and and again uh, Jay Powell with this idiotic nonsense about transitory inflation, and if you look at anything he's he said. The guy's been right about absolutely nothing, so I hate to say it, Jason, but I wake up this morning finding myself going, I'm actually agreeing with Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> but I'm guessing it's not quite as strong as a Ron Paul moment. <laughs> no, there was no Ron Paul moment. Maybe the best. See, this is what happens when you actually have people that know what they're talking about. The Federal Reserve guys get very uncomfortable. Of course, Jason referring to when Ron Paul asked Ben Bernanke if gold was money. Oh, man, did you, you saw a, a a guy squirming around in his seat, and, and, and they kept, oh, no, no, it's, it, it, no, it's not money. And Ron Paul, really? Because it's been money for thousands of years, you know? <laughs> why, if it's, you know what, if it's, if it's so, uh, you know, unimportant, why don't you let it compete with the dollar? And people can just decide. What they'd rather use. Oh, no, can't have that. Uh, competition is absolutely uh, no good. But, it, but again, I digress. I, right As of right now, Jay Powell has the support of Janet Yellen. And I've been saying this for a long time. She is the most evil woman in the world as far as I am concerned because she is a screaming liberal she loves spending money. She loves huge government. And more importantly, she thinks the bankers should oversee everything we do. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. The price of gold today is uh, $1,580. The dollar during these last three years was devalued almost 50%. When you wake up in the morning, do you care about the price of gold? Well, I pay attention to the price of gold, but I think it reflects a lot of things. It reflects uh, global uncertainties. I think people are – the reason people hold gold is as a protection against what we call tail risk, really, really bad outcomes. And to the extent that the last few years have made people more worried about the potential of a major crisis, then they have gold as a protection. Do you, th- do you think gold is money? No. It's not money. It's Even a, it's if it has been metal. money for 6,000 years, somebody – reversed that and eliminated that economic law? Well, it's, it's, you know, it's an asset. I mean, it's the same. Would you say treasury bills are money? I don't think they're money well, either, do, but they're a financial do, why asset. Why do central banks hold it? Well, it's, it's a form money. of reserves. It's a why don't they hold diamonds? Well, it's tradition, long-term <laughs> tradition. Well, some people still think it's money. I yield back. My time is up. All right, Joe, there you go. <laughs> 
Oh, well, well, first there was a long pause. Well, well, well tradition. Really? <laughs> well, apparently that tradition uh, has been gaining a lot more steam since then. Of course, this is this is after the financial crisis uh, was playing out during that that round with 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 Ron Paul and and Chairman Ben Bernanke. And I, you know, the only thing better I wish you would have said so. I, you know, the Constitution says gold and silver is money, <laughs> right? But you know, hey, that's just an old piece of paper. Right? Oh well, people don't think treasury bills are money. You're right. Nobody thinks treasury bills are money. Treasury bills are debt. And, and all as they've done, listen, all as they've done, these geniuses, and they talk about, oh, we've got so many tools in our toolkit, and, and they come up with all these crazy. Idiotic economic ideas like quantitative easing, like manipulating interest rates, which is nothing more than hey, we don't want you to know what the true value of this, we'll use Ben Bernanke's words, of this asset. We don't want you to know. We want to. We want a minute. See, our policies have caused the true price of a treasury to be something that we can't afford it to be. So we're going to manipulate it and pretend like it's not happening. And, and and don't worry, you know. And remember what he said. Why do you go early on? What was he saying? To you? Well, well, it's a hedge, right? It's right. It, it's insurance it, against a really bad tail risk. <laughs> That's a, it was an interesting term he used. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you've looked, don't grab and, the Fed by the don't, hey, don't grab the Fed by the tails. I think is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you hey, hey, listen, I'm the only one who probably pays any attention to treasury auctions. Let's just say there's been. Much, much bigger tails lately. And that's not a good thing. In other words, the amount of people willing to buy treasuries at the uh, manipulated rate the Fed wants is losing steam. In other words, hey, I'm not buying it for that. But I'll put a bid in. But I want to bid it higher, which makes these what they call tails very long. Uh, a, a, probably a precursor of things that are have yet to come. Uh, really quickly, uh, I just want people to know today is the very last day on one tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. They're two hundred and forty dollars today, which is where they were uh, the other day. Gold is now up over forty three dollars today. Now seventeen sixty two. No volume discount. Everybody gets the deal today. It's two hundred and forty dollars for one tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. Uh, tomorrow they're going to, assuming gold's where it is today, tomorrow uh, they'll be fifteen dollars higher. So two fifty five starting tomorrow. So if you want one tenth ounce American Gold Eagles, uh, get in there and do it and do it right now at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Silver Eagles. Nothing. Uh, I've been offered Silver Eagles. I'll, I'll, I'll call it the black market out there. Uh, you're looking at people want 
eight and ten dollars over spot for me to buy them. And then, of course, uh, premium C would be even higher than that. So uh, I'm passing on that. We'll wait and see. Uh, but it doesn't look like uh, supply is going to let up. Barron's had a big article today, Jason. Uh, it's talking about silver demand. And silver demand is up double digits in 2021. Over a billion ounces of silver between all forms. Uh, they're, they're anticipating record silver demand next year, and we're commenting about how uh, how silver's a buy and all this, you know, blah, 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 blah. This, uh, silver should never have been down a dollar yesterday. Now, silver's coming back here. It's up 70 cents, probably almost back to where it was yesterday, uh, but just wanting to let you know, listen, this thing's not letting up. There's, there's no magic wand here that's going to be waved and, and saying that uh, all of a sudden we're going to have tons of silver again next year. It is worth noting, and sometimes, Jason, we forget this. In 2020, early 2020, silver was $13. Right. And it went all the way. I mean, it got to 30 bucks. So it made a huge move in 2020. It's consolidated here in 2021. Uh, but like this spring, and Jason and I have been telling you, things have changed. The Fed's little story about transitory inflation is really starting to wobble. Now we're seeing huge slowdowns in China, huge slowdowns in Europe, huge slowdown here in the United States. And when you're talking about GDP of 6.5%, and all of a sudden now uh, the next quarter's GDP, uh, they're crossing their fingers hoping it's more than 2%, that's a big slowdown. That is a big slowdown, especially when you think about how fast prices have been rising. Uh, and and I, I expect gold and silver uh, they both had strong moves in 2020, consolidation in 2021. I think 2022 is going to be another one of those big moves uh, to the upside. Somebody out there, Jason, and we've been talking about energy a lot. And we know what's happening now in China. Europe, they, and, and I'm going to get to Europe again. Uh, Europe relies very, very heavily on natural gas things keep going the wrong way there but goldman sachs is saying we expect 90 dollar oil by but this winter somebody out there jason is placing massive bets for 200 dollar oil not december of this year but for december of next year yeah <laughs> well, i I, I I don't know which side of that bet I would be on because that's a big price, but uh, that's that would, you have to think about it, don't you? Well, you know what? It's the amount of the money. This wasn't, hey, I'm going to take a flyer and throw a few bucks at it. This was a a, a a heavy bet. You don't get you don't get to know who made the bet. That'd be very interesting. But this is something. Listen, oil doesn't have to get to two hundred. For this bet to pay off big, right? If oil gets to 150, right? Oil gets to 160, 170, they're going to make plenty of money on that trade. 
Uh, and I just find it very interesting because when you're sitting there and you're thinking about $75 oil and someone says, hey, I'm going to throw billions of dollars, that oil is going to be $200 in the next 14 to 15 months. Uh, that's worth paying attention to. We are in the middle of, of an energy crunch. You know, and and people, you know, and I love all the globalists out there. All of this, by the way, all of this is the global warming issue. You know, China is, uh, they use tons of coal and they build coal power plants. Uh, and people have been trying to force them not to build this many. Well, guess what? China doesn't have enough power. Europe now doesn't have enough power this morning. Natural gas futures, which were already at record highs, exploded again. Uh, the European benchmark rose 13 percent to 98, plus, almost to 100 euros. The UK contract surged 17.4 percent. This isn't a day. Contracts for natural gas have more than doubled in the last month. Not the last year, just the last month. German power for next year rose by 12% to 132 euros per megawatt hour. So think about right now they've got to pay almost 100 euros. And already they're saying, hey, listen, 2022, we're expecting 132 euros. In France, it's up to 135 euros. And they're saying that if you converted natural gas prices today to the equivalent of oil, which is a good for us, because most of us don't, re- you know, we don't follow natural gas as much here as they do in Europe, because again, they rely a lot more on natural gas. And by the way, natural gas prices up three hundred percent here in the U.S. Just so you know, that price, Jason, is equal to. $200 a barrel oil. I wonder if that's where the bet comes from. Where does uh, the price of oil have to be to make uh, wind and solar uh, competitive, I guess? Maybe that's that's the whole thing. Maybe that's where, you know what, I would love to know that. I I would love to know what that number would be. I wonder if it's $200 because a barrel. I've got, <laughs> I've got a feeling $200 a barrel is probably it, right? At $200 right. a barrel, at 5 6 $7 a gallon gasoline, all of a sudden, the and again, here's the problem with all of the the not it, listen. It's not like I'm against wind and solar. I love wind and solar, but the technology that is, exists currently today, and my my guess is forever, but I don't know that. It's not possible, and now because of of this 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 whole far left liberal policy electric vehicles California and New York are mandating that every car sold in their states and I think Illinois now you know the three big blue states by 2030 have to be all electric they're everywhere else though it's 2035 and remember what what Toyota said because people have buried that guy. They don't. I haven't seen a, a word out of him since. He begged 
the Biden administration, please don't make us do this. Because he said it's simply not possible. We're going to spend billions and billions and billions of dollars and then not be able to produce enough electric automobiles. And then, of course, I, I've got the other side of it. What the heck does people think is going to happen when everyone drives home from work and has to plug their car in, Jason? Yeah, and bad news for the electric cars is uh, even though Evergrande in China is a, uh, a property company, they're also kind of a little heavily leveraged in electric cars <laughs> at the same time. Well, listen, I could, t- I could go on and on. <laughs> China's got at least half a dozen empty electric car factories. Yep. So uh, it, it, it's really, it, it, it really boggles the mind how idiotic uh, the policies of the Biden administration. We, uh, we it, knew they would be bad. Joe, it makes, you wonder if, it makes you wonder if somebody that placed that $200 uh, dollar barrel oil uh, were standing outside a Biden meeting or something uh, before they placed that bet. <laughs> that's what it makes yeah. me think. I mean, my guess is they were probably in the meeting because that's really yes. how it works, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody I was, was in the you're meeting. You're more conspiratorial than me this morning. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> when we get back, my favorite thing food-wise, which my wife doesn't really let me eat anymore, is going to get a lot more expensive. Matter of fact, uh, all-time record highs. Uh, that's coming up next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Pick up those 10 pounds while you still can. 800-951-0592. One tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. This is it. Uh, last day here, $240, which is... Really, for 10th ounce, just dirt cheap. The GDP, so we're talking about, oh, I forgot, i got to tell you, my favorite food, bacon. Oh. Bacon. Yeah, uh, up 28%, and now they're saying that bacon is more expensive for Americans than it has ever been in the last... 40 years, uh, blaming supply chain problems and now herd counts. They're saying that uh, domestic pork supply is was one of the fastest to get knocked out of whack. And so here's how it works. It's really simple. Beef, too expensive. Chicken, too expensive. Pork is the cheapest of the, of the three meats. Pork's the cheap one. And that's why uh, pork supplies have been decimated. Uh, and now uh, pork is on the move. Like I said, uh, the the prices, uh, pork prices up 40% uh, at the slaughterhouses. Uh, and now you're seeing all of that come through the, gro- uh, the grocery stores. And just to let you know, that number is going to get a lot higher uh, as well. And it's kind of interesting because we had... The last reading for second quarter GDP, it was 6.6%. They came out with the what they call the final reading, which really isn't the final. Like three years from now, they're going to totally change the number. But that's okay. Uh, it got to 6.7. So you're like, oh, hey, that's, you know, that's positive. 
of course, now they're saying, as, I, as we said earlier in the show, they don't even think we're going to get to three in the third quarter. So that's a big drop. And now they're saying, hey, this Biden stimulus, that $3.5 trillion and all that other stuff, now they're worrying that fourth quarter is going to be even lower because it doesn't. They don't think that's going to happen, or at least not at three point five trillion. But here was really what was interesting in the report, because the Federal Reserve's telling us that inflation was what was it? I think what was their last number? Like five point five? Yeah, I think so, Joe. Yeah, something like that. Looking at the inflation components for the second. They said that, and, and this is the what they call the C the PCE number. So this is the heavily manipulated, and this is also the lowest number that the Fed has for inflation. In the second quarter, the PCE rose to 6.1%. But somehow, you know, the Fed, oh, no, it's only five. And again, any way they can rip us off, but I, do the math. So if the economy grew at 6.7, as they said, the lowest form of inflation that the central bank has says 6.1%. So think about it this way. They use the highest possible number for GDP and the lowest possible number for inflation. Actual growth was only six-tenths of a percent. Now it looks like the PCE for the third quarter, which by the way ends tomorrow, is going to be about the same. Wouldn't you agree, Jason? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to uh, uh, make... About the same, right? They're, they're going to make so the best, best possible story out of a really bad situation. That's, that's what they're but, trying but, to do. Yeah, but let's just say, okay, 6% inflation. They're already preparing us for a GDP number in the twos. Uh. <laughs> so they can now do that, man. So inflation... Let's, you know what? Let's, let's be confident. I've got faith that the Fed can manipulate like no other. We'll get 3% GDP growth third quarter. Well, that actually means when you throw inflation into it, we actually had negative growth. Yep. Because I can promise you this, no matter what the number is, we're not going to get 6% in the third quarter. We're not going to get 5 we're not getting 4 Yeah, Joe, when they're optimistic, good numbers, or their optimistic uh, numbers that they're giving us are really bad to begin with. The, uh, the actual numbers are probably really devastating. So when you really look at this, this is why, and I go back to, to Jeffrey Gunlatch, because he, he does such a great job of, of dumbing it all down for all of us. This wasn't real GDP growth. Because the, the money doesn't stay in the United States. Right? right? With just trade deficits alone, a trillion dollars a year of wealth leaves the country. 
This was just all consumption, all debt, the Fed handing out money, the government handing out money. And, and there's consequences to that. I know that they would like to pretend that somehow they can control the laws of economics. But they really can't. You know what you don't hear anymore? You're not hearing this MMT stuff anymore, are you? Modern money theory. Right? That was another one of the new tools that the central bank had. Listen, all their tools, it's the same tool. Just with a different name. You know what the tool is? Debt. This whole thing, Dow 35,000, all built on debt, right? 6.7% GDP, all built on debt. And now, all of a sudden, just like we always learn, when you produce too much of something, the value of that plummets. And then you need more of that something to buy everything. And that, isn't that what we have here, Jason? Everything yeah. in dollars costs more. That's exactly right. And uh, it's it's just, the, the, you know, the Ponzi scheme that is the Federal Reserve System is just reaching an end. This is why you hear the term Great Reset, because uh, that's what happened after World War II. They needed an economic reset. They, they changed the landscape of the world. And, and uh, this time it's not World War II. It's uh, coronavirus and, and whatever else they're going to pile on top, Joe. So it's, yeah, these, well, I, I hate yeah, the numbers, Joe, because I, I never believe their numbers. It's so bad. When you know, These numbers that you read, Joe, and when I used to listen to your show before I joined up, I was always listening to Joe. I'm thinking, man, what are the real numbers? What if they actually reported the real numbers, Joe? <laughs> Wait, listen, nobody could handle that, right? That's a, That's a, the code red. If you can't handle the truth, that's how manipulated they really are. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Wow. Uh, this is just breaking. Listen, uh, the Dow is now down uh, approaching 300 points here. Uh, there's a big, big turn of events uh, in the energy markets. Before I, want, I do that, I'm going to give you... We got tenth ounce on sale. Today's the last day. Two hundred and forty dollars. Tomorrow, assuming gold doesn't go up another thirty, which it may, it may do that today when I get done with this next article. You're going to be looking at at least two fifty five, probably two sixty. So on tenth ounce, I have been. I've got fifty twenty dollar gold pieces at two thousand. Thirty, and I'm telling you, that's a great deal. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This just is breaking. Uh, Beijing, China, is ordering its energy firms to secure supplies at all costs. Uh, oil was down a dollar and a half. Oil's now uh, back in deposit territory. Uh, Brent oil back above eighty, and I'm thinking about this guy's. $200 oil call. Uh, as, as you know, China has been trying desperately to control cost of material. They've released oil out of their strategic oil reserve. They released aluminum. They've released steel, iron ore, copper, right? Everything to drive cost down. They've shut, they've shut down their economy to try to say, listen, we're just not going to buy coal 
at that price. We're not buying oil at that price. We're not buying liquefied natural gas at that price. Power companies reduce power. Now they're saying this is getting worse, not better. Here's what the Chinese government essentially said today. These ridiculous prices are going to get a lot more ridiculous. We need to buy everything we can now. And, and you got to remember how governments buy. China isn't buying natural gas today for tomorrow. China isn't buying crude oil today for tomorrow. China isn't buying liquefied natural gas today for tomorrow. They're buying it. This is for December. This is for March of next year, April of next year, June of next year, August of next year. And they've ordered the country's top state-owned energy companies to secure as much supply as possible at all costs. Saying that Beijing is no longer to risk social anger going forward. They are going to be subsidizing coal and natural gas. But they said that unfortunately not enough to offset what they're going to to have to pay for it, Jason. Maybe Joe Biden's son's the one that put that $200 bet in. Old Hunter. <laughs> Old Hunter put the bet in. I wonder where his new laptop is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe China has it. <laughs> but that is a, that is big. And you got to remember, why, is, why, why, why am I so excited? Why am I all fired up about it? Now, now, down over 300 points. It's real simple. Nobody consumes more energy than China. Nobody. They buy more oil. They buy outside. You know what? The only, there's only one other country that buys more liquefied natural gas than China, and that's Japan. That's it. They are the largest consumers of all of these things. Yep. And when they just... When, and again, you you and yeah, I was picking up steam here, coming up down uh, almost four hundred points. This is a big shift. All of this again. This is another blow to Transstory. Listen, these prices will come down. They will. A year and a half, two years from now. The the, the bottom line is. We don't have enough energy to meet the needs. Why? Well, look at California. Look at Texas, right? We've seen it here. Just not on the scale that you're used to. You're going to feel it. Wait till you see what energy prices are this winter, especially if you rely on heating oil and natural gas uh, to heat your homes. It's going to be out of sight, Jason. Yeah, paper markets don't like it when uh, oil or copper or silver is, is pressuring upwards in price. It, uh, it 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 tends to show that there's a problem. So that 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 is actually that is significantly uh, moved the markets here, uh, as uh, China is now saying, buy all that you can, uh, and, and again, if they're willing to pay record prices. That just means they believe the price is going even higher. 
Sounds like those housing. Sounds like those housing prices, Joe. Stop it. Sounds like those housing prices that just keep going up in this country. Uh, right. And they just. Hey, I'm uh, I'm BlackRock. I'm going to pay fifty percent more than your asking price. <clears throat> they must know something, Joe. Well, let's face it. What's what's the other alternative here? PCE inflation is six percent. A ten-year note. What? Oh, the big move on the ten-year note. You get one point five. You're losing best case, best case, four and a half percent of your money. Nobody's going to do that. And here's the problem: this temporary inflation thing was nonsense. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki was out saying, "Hey, listen, this is going to be the biggest crash yet." And the answer is really said, well, "Well, how would you know this? Why would you say this?" Well, we've never created this kind of debt before, ever. And, and he's made his billions of dollars, uh, you know, using debt. He freely admits it, just like, it, just like Trump. <laughs> just like all the billionaires do. 800-951-0592, one-tenth ounce at $240, uh, $20 liberties at 2030 Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, we've got one line open. One line, I, I, how I don't know, uh, we shouldn't uh, put it away. I know it's tough. I know. Right? We, listen, I know, right? Silver shouldn't be $22 a change. Probably be $42 a change. Believe me, it's going there. We're not going to like it. And I know you think you're going to love it. You're not. Right? Gold, uh, $1,760. Should probably be like three grand. It's going to be there. It's not going to be pleasurable. And you have to understand, why do they always try to hold it down? Because they can't admit the truth. Because if they did, that would be like, okay, we got problem, And it's coming. You can see it coming. Uh, that was a huge... I did, That really caught me off guard. The, the news out of China now... Uh, is going to really push. I, uh, gasoline prices here in Phoenix just jumped another five cents over the last couple of days. Uh, I just looked at un, uh, natural or unleaded gas futures. It's up another four or five cents in the last fifteen minutes. Uh, things are going to get a lot more expensive, you know, especially when you're thinking about transportation and all the other things. Jason, how about Dollar Tree? I'll leave you with this. Dollar Tree says rising inflation is going to force it to sell products for more than a dollar. Jason, they can't do it anymore. <laughs> that uh, reminds me of the old dollar menu from McDonald's. Went away some years ago. <laughs> Same thing, That's, right? You're right. Same thing. That's right. The dollar. I forgot all about the dollar menu. Taco Bell used to have the 49-cent meal or whatever. The, 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 oh, back Taco when I used to Bell, eat that what, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell. When I was growing up, if you had three bucks, yeah, you could stuff yourself. <laughs> you couldn't eat. You couldn't eat. Uh, it'd be too. Three dollars was too much. Now one taco is a dollar seventy nine. I mean, it, it's it's gotten absurd. And I only know that because my wife loves Taco Bell. You know, I personally Joe, don't. I'll say this, Joe. And I don't do a lot of fast food, but I noticed as the prices of fast food gets more expensive, the pictures of the drive-through got prettier and nicer, and to try to make it look better. <laughs> The eye candy 
got a lot nicer. 800-951-0592, U.S. 20s. I don't even know. I don't know if we have any left or not. If I do, they're 2030. The 10th ounce at $240 at 800-951-0592. Pick up some gold today. Uh, if you get the voice... If you get the voicemail, all lines are lit right now. If you get the voicemail, uh, you can leave a message or just hang up and call again because the girl's up there. You go, there's a line open just like that. 800 951 Gold's up almost $40 today, 1760 Silver's up 60 cents, back above $22. Uh, the Dow is down 300 plus. Uh, crude oil, which was down about $1.60. Is now up 63 cents on uh, news that China says buy everything at all costs. Natural gas is up 3% today. Unleaded gas up a percent and a half. Don't worry, though. It'll just be transitory. God bless everybody.